Now, even though our connection was instant and too clear, I had to keep my wits about me. And there was no way I could do that if I was anywhere close to Duke. So instead of accepting his offer to sit next to him, I chose two seats away from his charm, delicious smile, and the soft smell of whatever cologne he had on. Focus, darling. Focus, darling. Focus, darling. I repeated those words like a mantra inside my head, of course, because who wants to sound like a total whack job while occupying the same space as a fine man? Not me. And in typical darling fashion, as soon as I plugged in and opened my laptop, every distraction, Duke included, faded into the background and I got busy with clearing emails, Slack messages and double-checking my Radio Africa agenda. I was standing on business. Not only was I excited about learning from some of the best minds in African media, I was also excited for my first trip to Kenya. Darlings, you know how much I enjoy exploring African countries and cities. Remember my Gambia travel diary? Hashtag take me back for real. Darling, may I interrupt you for a second? Duke's voice traveled through my brain, an electrifying journey of desire waiting for permission to be expressed, awakening neural pathways, daring me to surrender my need to explain what was happening to my internal senses. I looked up to see his outstretched hand, a water bottle, searching eyes, a curved smirk, and a knowing look. Would you like some water? There's some food at the bar. Duke's eyes dropped from my face to what he could see of my legs. Lean, toned, and strong. But I didn't want to be presumptuous about your dietary requirements. Water is universally liked and enjoyed. Charming, cute, polite, and witty. Sign me up, darlings. Yes, please, I said. Thank you, Duke. Call me Dom, please. His request, though seemingly innocuous, was followed by another intense look, a subtle wink and that damn smirk again. I wasn't hungry, but I thanked him and I told him that I appreciated the offer. I held his gaze as he twisted the cap and gently placed the bottle next to me. I expected him to walk away immediately, but he hesitated and turned his face to me open and earnest. Darling, please sit next to me. Why? I want to spend what is left of our wait time exploring every crevice of your mind. Even if I don't see you again, I don't think I could live with the regret of not trying at least. I'm sorry, what? Was that a real response? Did my mind conjure up his words? All these thoughts raced through my mind as I contemplated my options. Sit next to Duke and accept that our chemistry was real? Or stay put and possibly miss out on a fantastic experience with him? Please? I said yes. What else was I supposed to say? I had to stop resisting whatever force was pulling me down to planet Duke. 
I was as curious about him as he was about me. So I let him walk me to the empty seat next to his. I watched him tuck his laptop away and place my Jody on his side table. I listened to him talk about his life in Nairobi, his voice pulling me even closer, his eyes strained on my face, breaking eye contact only to laugh at one of my anecdotes. At one point, he shooed the bartender away and went behind the bar to make me a classic G&T, my favorite as you all know, and a whiskey sour for himself. 30 minutes rolled into two hours and before we knew it, we were walking to the boarding gate, his pace matching mine, two strangers getting ready to embark on a romantic adventure. <laughs> 